Welcome back to episode 6 of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense, all three at the same time. Here, I've got the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. Happy Friday, everybody. Feeling good. Feeling good. Start of a new week is always nice. It's refreshing. Almost like a brand new start. Almost a brand new start, but I will back things up a bit because I forgot to mention my playlist over the weekend, so there's going to be two playlists today. Let's start with the one that was over the weekend. So, starting with Bright Lights by Time Cop, 1983, Magic Dance by David Bowie, Let's Go by Toland Shaw, Out of My Heart by B.B. Mack, Hook, Line, and Sinker by Royal Blood. That beat is awesome. Nothing Left by Magic Giant. That's a nice song. Pinch Me by Bare Naked Ladies. Battles by The Afters. I Call Your Name by Johnny Clegg. And Savuka. It's All I Can Do by The Cars. Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. Buttercup by Hippocampus. Which those two artists showed up in my previous playlist that's kind of weird that they're playing again and then ending it off with given till there's nothing left by reliant k they were big back in the day if you have not heard their latest music go check it out because i think it's some of their best stuff and let's hook it into today's playlist which starts off with Hook, Line, and Sinker by Royal Blood. That was my pick from the previous playlist. Then You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Smoke and Mirrors by Imagine Dragons. Whistle for the Choir by the Fratellis. Oh, It Is Love by Hello Goodbye. While I'm Alive by Star Effer. Let Me Be Me by Hoodie Allen. Stop the Apocalypse by Flowbots. Haiku by Thomas Newman, I believe. From Finding Nemo, It's Not True by Keen, I'd Rather by Matt and Kim, Angel by Akon, Still the Same by Bob Seger, Hope for Every Fallen Man, Acoustic Version by Reliant K, Saltwater Heart by Switchfoot, and Ending It with Don't Take the Money by Bleachers. And I think Bleachers is a pretty good band. I was I fought them for a long time, just because I think... Him and Nate Roos are both from fun, and I thought I had to just pick one of them. And I went with Nate in the beginning, and he came out with a great CD right after they like broke up or they stopped doing fun. And then Bleachers came out, and I just, I don't know. I thought I had to be one-sided, but both of them are really good, and they both put out really good music wondering if Nate Roos is going to come out with new music. He's got a really interesting voice. But let's get into the topics now. That's enough with the music. That's a long list of songs. That's like two and a half hours worth of songs right there. So the other day, I think, I don't know when I recorded last, maybe yesterday, I think, but I talked about fascism and how what's going on with people being banned from apps or sites 
or just apps being completely disregarded just in general uh it's ridiculous i don't understand why fascism is a form of the right side it shouldn't have any side because it should be any person or any side that is trying to suppress other people it should be sideless and i'm looking at one of these definitions on it and it kind of is annoying me right now because it says a form of far right but how come the far left can't do it it seems like both sides could suppress each other and it seems like the far left or just the left in general is doing more of the suppression now because they have control of the congress they have control of pretty much all the social media sites and they booted parlor so who is suppressing who it's up to you it's up to you what you want to think what you want to believe but it's i don't know i think it's pretty strict uh, pretty square in the face right there but let's get to some fun topics so i got a message from manager and she wanted me to go over a couple topics but from a while ago and i think i just ignored her for a while <laughs> but here they are so what were they oh kim and kanye getting divorced i don't know i don't know if this is a rumor or if this is true but manager will not be happy with this answer. I just don't give a damn what happens. <laughs> so, I have no personal opinion about it. I could care less. And let's move on to the next one. I like this one. Mario Kart favorite racer. I've been playing Mario Kart since the beginning. I will say as a kid I think everybody wanted to play as Yoshi. So, no surprise in the early days, but once they hit Double Dash, which I think is the best Mario Kart game for the GameCube. I like the Who's opening up the door? Oh, he wants to come in. Crack wants to come in. Hey, Crack. So now Chirp and Crackers are here. I feel so lucky. Um, uh, damn it, where the heck was I? Where was I right now? Um, damn it. Um, anyways, I like the Koopa Troopas. I like the... I think it's Paratroopa and a Koopa Troop. Uh, I could be Koopa Troopa and... Yeah, so the green turtle and the red turtle. But they're pretty awesome because you get triple green shells or you get triple red shells. But I, I don't know. There's something about them that is pretty sweet. Like you get that cool shell car. 
and then you get all the shells that could swarm around you and then on top of that they're lightweight characters and I have always been more uh, more leaning to the lightweight I've never really cared too much for the heavyweights I know that they have like their own benefits but I don't know I like being super quick super fast and uh you know just and those characters are better I don't want to be a bad guy well I guess the Koopa Troopas are bad but they're kind of nice bad guys they're not like Bowser and they're not like Wario or anything like that and then I guess if I was to pick a secondary kind of character I always liked kind of like Peach or Daisy or Toadette like those characters are kind of nice I've never been a true fan of Mario himself not even really Luigi I guess Toad could be a good character Toad is always cool he's got that cool voice I think he's another lightweight character um so yeah, officially, Koopa Troopa and Paratroopa. Those are my favorite characters. I wish they would bring back Double Dash. I have a... I don't know. I'm not feeling the latest Mario Kart games. For some reason, they... They feel kind of easy. Now, I know if you play with friends, it's pretty challenging because the... It's very uncertain, the races, but if you're just playing the story modes or the races themselves, I don't know. I've always... I've, I don't find it that competitive. I think what they need to do for these games is to create an even higher level. And I'm not saying I'm like the best driver, but... I would rather be the underdog than to kick everybody's ass every single race. Like, that's not fun to me. But, um, I wish that the new games were kind of like Double Dash. There's, there's something about the GameCube that these new systems don't have. Because Super, Super Smash Bros. Melee was the best Melee game. And then Double Dash was the best... Mario Kart game and those were both on the GameCube that's really interesting but who knows and then also they had the best they had the best uh two racetracks they had the one with the volcano that had like a grumpy face or a smiley face that is by far the best the best racetrack and I don't know if they've added it to the newer games and then of course Baby Park Baby Park is so much fun it's just madness it is pure madness uh let me see what else is new and then i'm just gonna pick a uh a topic for the third one because <clears throat> well manager has been asking me to watch soul and um i was able to watch it over the weekend and it's pretty good. I had no idea exactly what it was about. It's, 
I'm not sure if my initial reaction is a little different because it's not a pure premiere. Like seeing it, like seeing it, um, just like on Disney Plus is not the same as going to the theater and seeing it on the huge screen with other people and being in that audience. It there's a different type of feel. I I, I don't know. Initial I I would say my initial thought is that it's pretty good. It reminded me of Inside Out a lot. The, I'll say the thing that I have to go with the thing that annoys me first I feel that they chickened out they had like a really cool idea and it's pretty abstract that's what's really cool about this it's not a kid film it's more sure what's he doing he's leaving okay I'm down to one cat down to one cat which is kind of interesting. He's going to the door. Okay, crack is out too. Slowly the door closes. <laughs> okay, no cats left. No cats left. And they're probably going to want to come back in. Don't let them come back in. Um. So anyway, Soul... It doesn't feel like it's truly a kid's film. It seems like it's definitely made more for adults, definitely made for their older crowd that's been their fans for a very long time. But I feel that they chickened out and it is so annoying to me. So I'm gonna try to say this without spoiling things because it kind of is a new movie. But they get to a point to where it comes to a close and they make a decision. And at that point, I was like, yes, it's what I thought was going to happen. And then they make another decision that kind of just removes the importance of the first decision. And... it's kind of unlike Pixar. I I get annoyed when movies do this. It's kind of like the... I would say it reminded me a lot of the Harry Potter ending. But I'm not going to say directly what it was because it would just give everything away for the spoil that I said. Um... Besides that, though, I really liked the abstraction and how most of the characters were called Jerry. And then they had this counter guy that was called Terry, and he was like this sneaky little dude. And how they animate him with all the lines is... It's really cool. That's the... I would say that's the... The special thing about this movie. The look of it is very different from other Pixar films. They have like these different looks for like different parts of the movie, but they all seem to blend with each other, which is kind of nice. Um, 
it's hard to talk about this without spoiling it. It really is. Um, the the whole idea of it is pretty. Like it's a thought provoking it's a thought provoking movie. And obviously I can't speak clearly. But um yeah, it makes you think about things like a lot. Like the the themes that they're trying to give out, but also the way that they're making the movie because they're not telling you specifically what the heck is going on. They're kind of just letting your mind just build it itself and I, and I like that I don't like a movie that's just gonna tell you everything I thought the I thought the barbershop scene was an amazing like it's kind of strange it's usually you make an animated movie to make things that are out of this world and of course things are out of this world in this movie but they also bring it back to reality and they have really good conversations and really good relatable topics. Like how not everybody gets what they want in life, but they work with what they have. <laughs> and Chirp wants to come back in. See, the cats, they come and go. Um, and I like the way that they deal with death in it like their visualization of death and personalities is really cool in this film but i'll probably talk about this movie again because again i'm gonna give it a little time before i give out any spoilers plus i want to watch it again because i feel i'm missing certain things but my first initial reaction is that it's pretty good i was getting teary-eyed so it obviously hit the emotional cords and visually it's just stunning visually it's stunning and it's a shame that this was not shown in theaters i really hope that when we get back to normal living that they um resend it to theaters i really hope that they give this the premiere that it deserves so go out and see Soul, and this has been episode C of Lay VOTB.